Hi, everybody. This is Jeffrey Short for Market Scale. While content and design continue to reshape the AV industry by the day, it seems, advancements in both hardware and software have allowed AV professionals to create better experiences and unlock new possibilities. To catch up to speed, we're lucky to be joined today by CEO and founder of OpenEye Global, Brian Mazaros, who earlier this month delivered a speech at the AV IT Summit at City Field in New York. That's home of the New York Mets, of which I'm a fan, so I am very jealous that I missed that speech. But Brian, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Of course. Well, you gave a very interesting speech about design and AV, and I wanted to sort of give you the floor here at, at the beginning of this interview and um, kind of walk us through some of the main points or takeaways from that speech. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, I, I echo your sentiments. It's, it was uh, absolutely amazing to be at City Field <laughs> to, uh, to to do this. Um, I, I did, of course, have to to mention in full disclosure that I'm a Phillies fan. Oh um, no! Oh man! Even though, even <laughs> even though, even though I grew up in the, going to uh, to games at Shea Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for years, but uh, but needless to say, it still was an amazing experience and uh, an absolutely wonderful day of, uh, of other speakers and topics. But uh, you know what I what I really enjoyed the, the most is is really kind of going in there and being able to address the topic of what's the balance between design and, and AV because I think for for so long, um, especially even I think more so today, there's a lot of overlap that's happening. Um, where do integrators leave off at? Where do design agencies pick up, or how do they collaborate? And, uh, you know, I thought this is a good opportunity to really address that and really kind of specifically look at look at areas that are open and primed for collaboration. But whose responsibility is that? Uh, does that fall on the integrator side? Does that fall on the designer side? And in some cases, it's, it's, it's a little bit of both. But I think we still, you know, have this, you know, connotation that, you know, AV integrators, you know, really kind of hold the keys for how a system is designed or integrated and and designers shouldn't necessarily be touching technology. And I think we're, we're at such a an interesting crossroads now to where you have a lot of agencies that are they're really kind of quote unquote experiential design agencies that are getting involved with technology that have to understand the workings of it, that have to get deep into the weeds of designing a system and then working with with integrators and how to to execute on that i don't think it really falls on the shoulders of one group or the other anymore and i think you know av integrators are struggling with with knowing that that's that's how it is today you know there's there's groups like ourselves as, as open eye that um you know will take on the task of designing a system um not always there, there's definitely a lot of times where it's it's beyond what our our knowledge is but we do have an understanding of the technology, um, but at times, again, we, we do need that collaboration. And I think on the AV side, it's you see those struggles where clients are asking for design, and I don't think they're putting enough value on design services. Or, um, you know, someone had um, quoted and I, and I had seen was that they'll just pass it on to the guy that knows how to do graphics. And think that that suffice. And the reality is, is that's not matching the expectations of the clients anymore. So, so it's, I, I thought it was a, a, you know, a great opportunity to, to speak that message, to put that out there and, uh, and have that conversation with, with an audience that I think was, was really wanting to hear that. So. Definitely. And you brought up so many points that I feel like we could speak 
for hours uh, about some of the different, you know, just the ways that content is made and the challenges of the new technologies and who to turn to, like you said. So I, would, I did kind of want to ask maybe broadly, maybe too broadly almost, but what is sort of the relationship between AV integrators and design agencies who are more focused on the content today? And, and maybe how has that changed in the last even just maybe two years or so? Yeah, I mean, you're right. It's 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 a broad question, and to be honest with you, there's no other way that you can phrase it to make it more narrowed or more specific. Um, and I think the the reason being is that you know we're just growing up today, and you're exposed to so many aspects of a project. And I and I was using that word adaptive quite a bit because you have to be. Um, you just you just can't be focused on design only and not get pulled into learning about technology because the technology impacts the design right? and the design impacts the, the use of the technology. Right. So uh, you, you can't just stay in your corner and expect to deliver the results that the client is asking for. And so, you know, I think that's, you know, I, I think that's the challenge. You know, we, we just live in that world where you have to be versatile. And I think you also have to realize that, you know, clients, I think the days of, of, of clients looking for the one-stop shopper are gone. I think clients are, are getting wiser and realizing that collaborative efforts or ecosystems or however you define it, that's the norm. It's it's you coming in as a design agency. It's you as a fabricator. It's you as a as an AV integrator, um, or you know, or any of those kind of specialists. I, I need a projection map. Uh, you know, a, a, a projectionist specialist, you know, a specialist to be coming in to, to work on an aspect of the project. It's just, that's just the new norm. And I think, you know, it's hard, I think sometimes for, for AV integrators that are so used to just it being only themselves, you know, it's, and I think they need to, to be aware that expectations are changing. Clients want the best of not only a solution, but the experience, which incorporates design, and they have to be open to crossing over and working with us. It's that's, I think that's just a, a little bit of a hard reality for those that you know started their business so focused on, you know, the design wasn't a, a, where the client had content or, or or the client didn't really have this notion of what what design really was, and they can get away with it by just delivering a a solution. Um, but now that everything is based upon an experience, it's just not delivered from one organization anymore. It comes from from so many, and that's that's a hard notion, I think, to still to still grasp because you're not. That's not how you're trained. That's not what you think about. It's 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 very different these days. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of the people we've spoken to in this space have talked about the importance of content and. Even in this podcast right now, in this interview, we've talked about how content is important, but obviously you need the right content for the right system, the right mm -hmm. you know, piece of technology. So uh, how much do you think content has changed the AV industry? And, and like you alluded to earlier as well, just people's expectations of what's actually impressive now, because now it might not be yeah. as impressive to just have a great screen or um, panel, yeah. but you need content to make it that great experience. So how much has content sort of emerged recently? It's, it's a good question. I, I think it is. It has changed drastically over a short amount of time, which is, which is even more, um, you know, eye opening. You know, you, you, 
like you said, I mean, you go from the days of just straight animation or, or straight UI design and, and that was it. I mean, you designed to the audience, you didn't necessarily design to the behaviors or the space and, and you were, you were fine. And now I think it's your, you, you know, we as designers are designing to the space and that means thinking about different ways to get people to interact with content. And, you know, that's from, uh, you know, integration or use of data. Uh, so that's as real time or as, as close to real time as possible or localized, or even, you know, how do you use behavior to trigger content, you know, motion sensors or um, RFID or other, other scanning uh, devices or, or, or gestural type of interactions. And, you know, those applications rely on technology, you know, what, what is out there that we can use and, but I think that's, that's the unique part of with, with content is, is that it's really changed to go forward the behavior and the audience, you know, those are new, not, not the audience, but I mean the environment, you know, those are new areas that we have to think about designing for, you know, there's the visual side of it, but then there's the, how do you get people to behave to it, react to it, interact with it. And that's where I think a lot of the fun starts and, and again, that's, you know, those points I touched on. I mean, that, that is a prime area for, for collaboration. You know, we can, as designers, can think about these kind of interactions that we want. And, you know, we, we see it or aware of it by going to a trade show or, or reading an article or, or, or just discovering on our own. But then there's the implementation side. And how do we actually get that action to take place? And that's... That's where it creates this nice relationship. That's where I think you really have the start of, of this you know, magic happening, quote unquote, you know, right. of, of, of having an, an integrator that can take that understanding of what you're trying to achieve and say, I can build a system to that. This is, this is a way you can achieve that effect. Mm -hmm. And then there goes that back and forth. So it's not just on one side, it's both sides collaborating. Yeah, is there an industry, whether it's retailers in the brick and mortar space or museums or just office lobbies that's sort of ahead of the curve here and really embracing this and implementing it well? You know, someone someone mentioned retail and I, I mean, to, to a degree, I, I, I kind of agreed with them that they, they, they seem to be ahead of the curve, but I think it's safe to say retail is, is very, it's very boring. Um, I, I, you know, aside from a few flagship stores that appear in New York City or Chicago, um, I, I think a lot of the, a lot of retail is, is boring. But I think you know environments like you know, themed entertainment, which we do a lot of work in, um, is very exciting because it's all about a story, it's all about a narrative and the dynamic environment. And I think uh, museums and exhibit design is another primed area, which you know again is somewhat themed entertainment, but it's a little bit more subject specific. Um, you know, the, the new experience that opened over in um, on Liberty and Statue of Liberty. I mean, that's a great example of a very interesting experience that tells a story and really kind of brings you into it and puts you at the center of it. Um, I think, you know, I think those two areas have really seen a lot of growth. Um, you do see, I think, some interesting experiences that do happen within transportation. Hmm. I need to agree. I think there's some interesting experiences that I've, that I've seen, um, you know, there was one that was over in, was it, I think in Russia where you, if you worked out 
in front of this this kind of experience you you were issued a ticket for a free pass on the on the subway um but but it's like there's interesting things like that that have been popping up and there was somewhere else i too saw that you know just even if you recycle you get five cents off of a subway ride if wow. you know where i saw i think that was in la i mean there's there's interesting innovative ideas that are that are coming out in those areas but i just don't see that as much in in retail at the moment mm-hmm. um but i think those two segments have been really interesting to to watch i, I like the the theatrical side yeah. That's that's been interesting, and that's where you really you really need that right that integration. You need the AV experience expertise. It's just without without question. Definitely, I mean that's that's so interesting that you mentioned those two examples of almost the incentive based uh, societal uh, experience. I I had not previously thought about that at all, really. Um, and then I I wanted to end quickly with um, some polling that you guys did. Um, about design in the space and sort of, you know, about the topics that we've spoken about today, um, which you can find on the OpenEye Global website, the blog there. Um, did you find anything that stuck out to you in any of those findings or anything surprising? Um, you know, I think the, the one that surprised me most is I, I, I talked a little bit about content management and, and where does it fall? Um, who should be responsible for it? And I... You know, mind you, all these questions I, I kind of put up there. I wasn't really trying to necessarily create a, a buzz on Twitter. A couple of them did, uh-huh. um, and it was it was nice. You know, it was it was a healthy. They're all healthy topics. I mean, and, and I think it, unless you put it out there, no one really sees it as a right as a question to think about. But this one in particular definitely riled up some people because I think content management is one of these areas where both parties lay claim to it or can lay claim to it. Um, you know, I kind of said that day last week that I feel that AV integrators shouldn't be tagging on content management because, you know, when we do it, as from, from an open eye perspective, there's this thought of how are we developing playlists based upon audiences, based upon um, analytics, based upon reactions or sales targets or, or goals of, of the client. And there's a higher level of a, I don't want to say higher level, but there's, there's this strategic thinking that goes on behind the scenes as we're thinking about how do you take a client's asset library or the amount of content we've created and strategically deliver that to their audience um, by understanding their objectives. Um, it, it opened up a very healthy debate afterwards because there are obviously elements of that that do go back onto the integrator, meaning how are you structuring your CMS and your network you know, for those kind of deployments. and. Um, and those are areas that I definitely, definitely see where, again, it's, it's collaboration, but, you know, I was trying to, to use it as a means to say that, you know, we are trying to apply a higher level of, of, of thinking or at least a level of thinking strategic and, you know, in our thinking too, it's strategic is we're also thinking strategically, how do we work with partners to pull off of this? So it's not just strategy applied to the client, it's strategy applied to the way that the solution is coming together or the experience is coming together. So then there's two ways to look at that, look at that word. Yeah. Well, I encourage everyone after this to head to your website to check out those findings because they're pretty fascinating. You can learn more about everything we just spoke about really. But uh, Brian, thanks so much for joining us today. It was really insightful and um, I hope we can do this again sometime. Yeah, definitely. Pleasure as always. 
This interview is part of the MarketScale Contributor Program. If you'd like to be featured as a contributor on MarketScale.com, please submit content to publications at MarketScale.com or head to our publications pages at MarketScale.com industries to see more.